This is the twenty four hundred block podcast with Johnny Robs. I've never listened to a podcast or even did podcast. Uh huh. Is this your is this your first one or have you done one before? Yeah, this is actually my first one. I've never even listened to one. Oh really? There's a, I, yeah. I mean, I like I said, I don't really have a lot of time uh-huh. to a lot of. I mean, I've heard a lot about it, but I just never, you know, yeah, listened to it or anything. I didn't. I had to actually download Spotify. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Oh my God! Well, I'm, I'm glad you're on. <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. I didn't even see the text either. You know, I was just mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit!" And then I got back in the car. I was like, "Oh, okay." I said, "Oh shit!" So I'm actually <laughs> leaving. It's just perfect timing, actually. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is going to be a no-brainer. This is going to be like really easy. I mean, it'll, it'll be like really a simple, like 15 to 20 minute podcast, and it's just general questions, really. So, yeah, know. and you know what? I don't even. No one really calls me by that name. I just put that on there just for the hell of it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they call me. They they all call me Ron. Oh, Ron. Okay, I can call you Ron. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, my my phone was saying Ronaldo Romero calling. I'm like, oh, better go run. So, I don't know. Did you ever call me that? I don't think you did call me that. I think you called me um Ron. There's yeah, yeah, I called you Ron during school. Them. They just they just called you Ronaldo like during class. Like if the teacher sometimes has to call you Ronaldo, they address you as Ronaldo, you know. But mostly it's Ron for the most part. I I don't even remember. I mean, <laughs> you were in my class on fifth grade. Was it fifth and sixth grade? I believe Mr. it was Donlin fifth grade. Had... Mr. Donlin, you still remember the name? Wow, I think he was a yeah. sixth grade, and fifth grade was Miss Hill. I'm not sure if she's. Yeah, it was Miss Hill, and then Mr. Donald was like in sixth grade, so I guess that's, yeah, that's the time I, I saw you was during sixth grade. Okay, yeah, and then we did ride the bus. I know that. Yeah. Um, and you always rode with your brother. Yep. That was your brother. Yeah, you guys were pretty shy, but you know that was, you know, I was too, but I had friends too, you know, that weren't shy. So uh-huh. I don't know if I was. I don't know how did how did you see me when you know I as guess- a kid. I, I guess we all met at the bus stop over there, uh, right towards uh, in front of uh, Coleman Place Elementary School. I think that's, I, I believe that's that's how we've met, and and I saw you there at the time, and and we all just somehow just started talking. So yeah, you, you were still shy, even though we were still talking. But you know, I mean, I always sat next to you because you were always drawing, uh-huh. and that 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 really interested me. And I was like, God damn, this guy's talented. I was like, man. <laughs> I, I was envious. I was like, how come I can't draw like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I tried. When I was watching, I was, like, trying to practice at home, too. I was like, the way you hold your pencil and everything, too. I was like, wow, this is cool, you know? So that's what I remember about you, actually. Man, I wish you, you know? could I wish you could thank my hand right now because it's suffering from carpal tunnel. It's, it's like, it's so aging, and it's been through so much, a lot of wear and tear in the hand. So you can probably talk to my hand here and say, hey, you did a good job there, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you did. What? what from from what though, computer work or drawing in general? Uh, well, it, it's it's mainly uh, king. I've been king a whole lot of my job. I'm like, I'm like an auditor, and uh, I used to also just uh, do a lot of keyboarding a whole lot through the years, which is about twenty year oh, history okay. of that. <laughs> and since I've been like a fast uh, typist, 
this is what happens, man. You know, it takes it takes yeah. the best out of it. And I can no longer type like 11 anymore. Sometimes I just put in one instead of 11. I'm like, what the heck is happening with my hand here? Man, I just use one finger still, believe that. Yeah. When I type, I don't, yeah, I've never learned how to type. I just use my one, one, two, three fingers. That's all I do when I type, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just crazy. I was like, you know, I, I tried looking for you in the past, too, and I was like, whatever happened to him? You know, I remember it was Rubio. That's your last name, right? Rubio or Ruby? It's actually Rubis, R-U-B-I-S. I guess... I guess you had to like oh, really find my name because I, I usually put my entire name on Facebook and a lot of people have a tendency yeah. to miss that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought see, I thought it was Rubio. <laughs> I don't know because the Rubio restaurant over here and I just you know, every time I looked at it, I said, Man, whatever happened to him, you know? Uh-huh. And um Yeah, and I said, you know, let me try looking for him because I found some of our old classmates too on Facebook. I mean, I used to be active a lot. When I was, um, you know, married, I'm divorced now. But mm-hmm. when I was married, you know, I was I was active, you know, showing my family off and all that, and vice yeah. versa, you know. And then um, I got off of it, and then I found an old class. I don't know if you remember Linda Miller. Oh yeah, I do remember Linda Miller. Uh, she lasted all the way through high school, and I believe yeah, she's. Oh, I found her. You you found her? Oh, great. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you know, her. And um. We became friends on Facebook, and we talked for a little bit, and then she went through a divorce, too. And then I actually went to Virginia in mm. 2018 to visit visit a friend of mine. Uh-huh. And um, I, I told Linda, I said, hey, I'm going to go over there. You know, let's go link up or something. She's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. So we actually linked up and, you know, just hung out for a minute. And I was like, holy shit, you know, it's been how many years? I think 86. That's when I left. Oh my goodness, 86, wow. Yeah, and that was after we graduated sixth grade. And I know we Uh were the last batch to graduate from that elementary school as sixth graders, you know. Yes, we were. Sixth grade was going to become middle school. And then I went to visit that school in 2018, and I saw that it was, you know, Mm -hmm. they tore it down. I was like, oh man, you know, really? And then I told Linda, you know, they tore it down. She said, yeah, but I never really visit there. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's, to me, it's something because it was elementary. And, you know, that's the last school I went to when I was in Virginia, you know. Yeah, and it's, then, um, it's, part, I of our, it's our part of our history. Place. Yeah, it's a part of our history, man. Yeah, you know, I mean, so how the hell are you doing, man? What made you move to Chicago? <laughs> well, I'll answer all that. I have a series of questions to ask you. But first, let me do this intro. You ready? Right. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, hello. He- okay, hold on, my computer. Hello, Ron. Welcome to the 2400 Block. I am glad to have you on as a guest on my podcast tonight. And I would like to let everyone know that it has been well over 30, which is at 36 years since the very last time that Ron and I saw each other. And that was many ages ago in elementary school. Ron and I are going to try to piece up our memories together in the best way possible. And we will also catch up with the rest of life as we know it since we since he moved to the West Coast. And in addition, Ron here will talk about his clothing apparel slfe well so here we are with this one phone call and i'm very thankful to have the chance to finally communicate with you after so long how did it felt having one of your old classmates yours truly here uh find you on social media uh first of all thank you for inviting me and having me on your podcast but um you know i mean when you found me it was really like a shock uh-huh. you know and i was like oh and you know i 
like, wow, he actually found me. Like, what made you look for me? You know, that's what I was thinking. You know, a lot of people don't really do that. They got like, you know, too much pride or whatever to like look up some people sometimes. But I told you that I was looking for you first, you know, uh-huh. and then um, you found me because I just didn't know what your name was. But, you know, I was really happy, though, you know, that you did remember me, you know. And, you know, there's times where, you know, a lot of us who are at our age, they think about their childhood friends or classmates. And, you know, they wonder, like, whatever happened to this person? And, you know, yeah. and you were one of them, you know. So I'm happy. And I, I was really happy that, you know, we got in touch again after how many years? I don't want to say 36. That seemed really, really long, you know. <laughs> it does. Yes, it does. That was the time what Top Gun came on. <laughs> See, look at that. We got and, Top, and, top, and top Gun Maverick. Uh-huh. I never even watched the full movie. I would just watch bits and pieces of Top Gun until this day. Really? I watched the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. You know. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, you know, thank you for, you know, finding me, you know. Yeah. Oh, you're very welcome, man. You know what, what gave it away? When I, when I looked at your profile picture... Uh, I was kind of skeptical at first because, of course, you know, styles change. We all adapt. We grow. We, we change. You know, we, we, you know, you, you change. I change. I have bald head. You know, you have tattoos. Um, <laughs> what, what, what really gave it away was actually your facial expression. I'm like, I remember Ronaldo making that expression on his face. You know, you always made like several facial expressions. I'm like, I remember that one in particular. Which facial expression is that one that you saw? Um. It's just like the one where you had a really cool cargo pants, you know, that picture there, that profile picture, just, just the facial expression. I'm like, I remember he made that, that uh, facial expression back in the, back in the day, you know? <laughs> is, is that a mad happy or what facial expression? Cause I think I was happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just like that. You're just like this easygoing kid. You know, you, you're pretty much beloved by everyone around you. You know, all your classmates are very well respected and uh, yeah. And and you respected me and like i said i was just a shy kid and i'll tell you why i was shy because i've been sheltered for the most part we don't really go out as much me and my brothers we just pretty much like stay home we're not like really like most of these kids out here where they hang out in the mall of course when malls were the thing <laughs> yeah. and yeah in, in the movie theaters and all those public places i mean they all get to hang out but but me and my brothers we all just stayed home we were pretty much like just in our own world when there was no school we were just home you know Wow, you know, but I always thought you guys were cool, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I do remember an uh, incident in the bus, and um, I don't know what was going on, and then your brother was, like, protecting you, I think. I think somebody was messing with you, and I was upset, too, because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm friends with everybody, you know, and um, and you were my friend, and I that's all I remember, though. That's why I remember your brother, and I was like, cool, you know, because... They actually got scared of your brother after that, you know. Oh yeah. So they didn't. They didn't. And I'm like, well, how? Why would you even mess with John? You know, John Eric. Really? I mean, he's such a cool, you know, shy guy. You know, yeah. mind his own business. But then, you know, yeah. And I, I always wonder why I never seen you around Coleman Place like Saturdays and Sundays. You know, on the weekend yeah. after we all watch cartoons. You know. Yeah, I was. I was just mainly on that block. The 2400 block. See, now now you know why it was named the 2400 block, because I somehow still think of that block. So that's why the show yeah, is what, named after what that. What street so, was that, though? I don't um, remember what street that. Palmetto. Oh, Palmetto. So you lived on 
you still remember Bieber and Oliver, right? Yes, I do, and I believe Bieber still resides there. I think. I think no, so. he lives in Hawaii. Right oh, he now. lives in Hawaii now. Oh, okay. I guess yeah. <laughs> I have so much to catch up on. Everyone, see that's 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 how bad of a. Uh, how it is when I try to see what people have been up to. I don't really look into for you don't really look forward to people's lives as much. You know, <laughs> I, know I know people post stories and, and that kind of thing. I just don't have time to really peruse and look around and see what everyone's been up to. So I've been just been in my own world. We can talk about Chicago in a bit, but uh, yeah, one of the questions I wanted to ask you right now is, what are uh, besides what you just mentioned here? What are some of the great memories you remember during our heyday? You remember anything that you? I'm, I'm sure we participated in some sports. I know you were good at probably basketball and that kind of you know thing. What I mean, uh-huh. I did a lot of um, what do you call that? You know how we had um bulletin boards in um Tucker School Elementary School? Yeah, and um, they always asked me to write on the wall uh-huh. I guess my penmanship back then was nice but you know I would always do that that's one thing I would remember as far as elementary school over there but you know what I remember about Virginia in general is just going out and having a good time like you said even going to the malls late at night mm-hmm. I was only like 10 9, 10 and uh-huh. 11 uh-huh. And my parents let me hang out at the mall I think the mall used to close at midnight oh wow and then yeah, and then Flippers McCoy. I'm sure you remember that. Oh, yes. The arcade Flippers McCoy. <laughs> yes, I do. That place was open till 2 in the morning, and my parents didn't care that I was out that late. Uh-huh. You know? And imagine 9-, 10-year-old hanging out at 2 in the morning in the arcade, you know? I mean, that I remember, and I just remember everybody being cool, you know? Uh-huh. And um, all of us were like, you know, from what I understand... You know, a lot of us were military brats, yep. you know, military kids, and um, everyone was just so cool, you know? Yeah. And that's why it's just so hard to get, forget, you know, the past, our past, back in those days, you know? It was just awesome, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and I just remember you drawing all the time. I remember you drawing Ultron all the time, <laughs> Inspector Gadget. There you, you go. Know, and then yeah. I remember... I remember asking you, hey, can you draw me a ninja? So I drew up that photo that I sent you because that's what you drew up. It, but it was better than that, obviously. And to this day, I still remember that, you know. So I'll do it every once in a while. And I actually did it for my son. Oh, you know, and I said, nice I'm not a draw ninja. And then I, you know, uh-huh. he said, oh, that's cool, you know. So how can I ever even forget you, you know what I mean? I yeah. mean, I mean, I do want to ask you a question. I mean, what, what did you remember about me? You know, because I was happy go lucky kid back then. Yeah, I mean, for for sure, you 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 were definitely uh, you know the trend. You know, your 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 hairstyle was like really cool. You know, you got the you know full head of hair, <laughs> and uh, I remember like part of it was kind of highlighted. You know, a little bit of some sun in, and and I also remember you had a rat tail. See, I haven't forgot about that rat tail. <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh man you know that's crazy well you know i mean oh yeah that's just a lot of things i remember the bus ride yeah. you know hanging out at the bus stops all that stuff and then you know going out on the weekend you know i mean it's too bad that you know we didn't get to do that you and i you could have yeah. out with our friends or my friend Bieber and oliver i mean we did every weekend we did something crazy so that movie 
you know that movie Stand By Me that reminds yeah. me of those days you know with, we used to do crazy stuff like that you know mm-hmm. so um, yeah that's what I remember about Virginia and everything you know being kids back then and during our time yeah by the way Oliver still lives there he still lives on Palmetto Street. I actually live right next to their home. So, uh, oh. yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, you did, huh? That was you. Okay, now yeah. I remember what you did. It's all piecing together now. Now I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but you know what? We can't get a hold of him. I don't know. Something happened to him, you know, as far as he had some emotional issues, according to Bieber. Uh-huh. And I was like, he didn't want to tell me, and I didn't want to ask him. I said, well, hopefully, you know, he'll come around and then, you know, want to talk to us or friend us on Facebook or something, you know. It yeah. just never happened. And I respect that, you know. I think. And by the way, I. There will come a time. Right there will come a time when you guys, you know, everyone will, you know, resolve issues, whatever it is the case may be. And even for me and my. You know, my family, they got their own issues, too. And hopefully, you know, they'll resolve their thing. I know my mom's got issues with among her siblings right now, even though at the age that she's in, she just turned 74. So, um, yeah, my oh, mom just it. turned 74 years young. And I'm sure you saw that post. She still looks beautiful. Um, and yeah. and I know these these issues, these issues, you know, are like just resonating in the family and in, in, in a bad way. But for for me and the next generation uh, cousins, we all just try to keep it together, no matter what, you know, no matter what's going on in the family, no matter what issues may be present. We're just we're just here to be a united front, you know, the next generation, trying to set a good example, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean, I think this is the most we've ever really talked to, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I had the respect for you. Yeah, we had a, a you know a few words here and there, and we just went to school. But that's about it. But we never had such a lengthy conversation conversation like this. This is like breaking the record right now. Yeah, it is right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm yeah, just I'm so just honored to know. fellowship with you through the arts, man. I mean, that's 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 an amazing way of uh, remembering me, and for me remembering you too. You know. Thanks for, uh, you know, taking me yeah. back with that ninja, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so did that bring back memories when you saw that? Yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you ever draw that again? or? Oh, man. I, I, I will probably have to uh, do that at some point. I, mean, I do have a sketchbook, and I was given this sketchbook a, a couple of years ago by friends of mine here in Illinois. I just haven't had the time to pick up a pencil and start drawing. And maybe because you told me, Tonight, maybe I'll get back into it. I'll try to train my my hand again, my you know my long my long lost friend here in the hand, <laughs> to see what what it can do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want you to damage it anymore. You know, I mean, if you can, cool. If you can't, don't even worry about it. You know, I mean. Yeah. You know, whatever makes you happy. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, oh, okay. I, I will. Well, the next question I'm just going to bypass because we already mentioned the school and the, and the teachers' names, and that was something I wanted to ask you right off the bat, but we end, we already knocked that one off. All right. Okay, here's the most interesting question. Okay, let's try to cover as much ground as possible. This is probably going to be the longest one of them all here. So we're trying to cover all the gaps, what happened between the time you, you left me and and all of us here in Virginia, and you went down there. And then I'll t- I try to tell you a little bit about my life. So tell us what happened after you moved over there. Was it Hawaii or was it California you moved to? Hawaii, right? Actually, I left 
a month after we graduated out in July, I believe, of '86. And I actually told everyone there that I was leaving, that I'm um, moving out of state. Mm-hmm. And then um, I remember telling Mr. Donlin, too, that I was moving out of state because I was into surfing and skating at that time. And he was always talking about his surfing uh-huh. experience. He said, wow, you're... I moved to the Philippines. And the reason why I moved to the Philippines or my parents moved us to the Philippines because... According to them, we were too American, you know. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, that's cool, you know. So, so we're moving to the Philippines and you guys are going to go to school there and learn the culture and all that. So we moved to the Philippines in 86 and it, it was a culture shock, believe it or not. And I was like, wow, what are we doing here? We, I want to go back, you know. Uh-huh. But, you know, my dad said, no, we're here. I'm, I'm, I'm retiring here. You guys are going to finish school here too. So, oh, that's cool. So that's what happened. And I, I ended up staying there for five years. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, it's probably the last three years were the best time of my life other than me having my kids, you know. But other than that, uh-huh. those last three years being there, it was just awesome, you know. I mean, I learned so much about the culture. So, you know, I can say that, you know, I'm a true Filipino, you know. Oh, yeah. So... I'm not, I'm Filipino-American, but I know my Filipino culture. But some of the, my friends here have never been to the Philippines, and they're Filipino-American, but they don't know nothing about the culture. And I try to teach them, you know, like, hey, you know, this is this, this is that. So you guys kind of have to respect that type of thing. They're like, oh, okay, okay. They understand it more. And I do, too, because, you know, there was this word that we called Filipinos, right, that were in America, which is fresh off the boat, you know? Uh-huh. And, um... I don't say that anymore, you know, because, you know, I learned all about my culture. But then I, I teach my friends or some of my Filipino friends. But yeah, we, we were still Americanized, too, when we lived there because we lived on the Air Force base, you know? Yeah. And um, a lot of our friends were still American, you know? And then my dad said, all right, you guys are going to school off base, which was Filipino private school. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was an all-boys school. And um, I learned everything there. When I went up to school off base, everybody was Filipino, speaking Filipino. And I was like, oh, crap, you know. But the funny thing, I lived there for five years, but I never learned how to speak the language. <laughs> I can just understand it, you know. I mean, I can say words, yeah. but I can't speak it, you know. And you know, I was just stubborn back then, too, because I was still a, what you call a, a, a bad kid, maybe. You know, I was trying to have a good time. Yeah. At the same time when I lived over there. There's no rules, you know. You can, even though there was rules, you can break the rules, you know. Oh, yeah. And I was, I was just like, wow, this place is awesome, you know. I mean, that's, yeah, that's where I lived. I lived there for five years. And then um, I came, that's when I came to California in 1991. Okay. So, yeah, and I was 16 when I came back to California. That was also a culture shock coming from. You know, an easygoing life in the Philippines, moving here, and being 16 years old, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't even go to clubs. You couldn't go to, you know, buy beer. You couldn't buy cigarettes. You couldn't drink. You know, all uh-huh. that stuff, which you could do in the Philippines or, you know, anywhere in the Far East. You know, there was no age limit to doing anything. But, yeah, so that was my um, life in the Philippines after leaving Virginia. 
know, did you want to know about after I left the Philippines, you know? I mean, I know I moved to California and, you know, been, the Cali- been in California since, you know, 91. And I actually call L.A. my home now, you know? So, L.A. and um, Hawaii, both my home. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. But my lifestyle here in L.A. was totally different, you know? I mean, I've gone through a lot of ups and downs living in L.A., you know, because I was only 16 when I was to LA mm-hmm. and um back then you know I mean you had to be a part of a group you know a group can be anything but groups here were labeled as you know either a gang or just a a, a crew and it was automatically labeled you know being a gang member or whatever and yeah. you know that lifestyle is, it's nothing I'd be always proud of put it that way it's nothing I was proud of but you know life goes on and you learn from your mistakes you know and i'm still here and i'm still alive and i'm talking to you you know man that's a great part man we survived life yeah believe it or not yeah we did survive life and well, you know i still feel like i'm 21 <laughs> that's good young at heart man that's the way to go yeah it is you know and then you know i got married and then had three beautiful kids Mm-hmm. You know, they're all one is my oldest is 25 now oh wow my my youngest daughter is um 18 and then my youngest son is um 17 oh wow 17 yeah so they're all growing up you know i mean i had my kids when i was young and that's there's an advantage of having kids when you're young too because you're still young when they're older and you can still do a lot of things after yeah. they're ready to move on with their adult life you know yeah but they're always my baby you know always be my baby now oh, that was very moving man very moving <laughs> i can like this just 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 when you were just saying that i'm like man that's uh <laughs> they got me for for a second i mean there. i have a lot to say i mean i yeah. can write a book about my life living in l.a you know i mean yeah. it, it was it's that interesting too but you know it's, it's kind of too long you know mm-hmm. and maybe one day we can talk about that maybe have a part two or something you know yeah as far as you know the things i did and to survive you know and stuff like that but you know now you know i'm happy got a job you know a career i want to call it you know and then you know my kids are, are well off especially my oldest daughter she's 25 she's a chemist um, you know, great. I'm proud of her, you know, and my daughter, just, my youngest daughter just graduated high school, so she's on her way to, you know, college. Uh, she doesn't know what she wants to do, and my son is just enjoying his last years in high school. And I just, I told every single one of those kids, I said, you better enjoy high school because you're going to wish you went back to high school, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's just a rundown of, or a summary of my life you know in LA there's a lot in between that you know which is more interesting but um I'll, I'll probably talk about that on another um podcast or something yeah I for for me I'm, I might have to uh put everything here and condense it in the most uh interesting way possible on my end I'll tell you a little bit about my life uh went on to Norview Middle School after you know R.A. Tucker 
Um, Mr. Donlin actually transferred over to Northview Middle School, so I had a chance to know him a little bit more <laughs> for the next few oh, years. Wow. Yeah. He's still, you know, he was cool, and man, I wish I could, like, meet him again in the future if he's still living. Um, let me see. After, after that, I went to Booker T. Washington High School, uh, the same high school that, uh, that Bruce Smith of the Buffalo Bills and uh, Pernell Sweet P. Whitaker, the boxer, graduated from. So, it's glad to be, uh, yeah, glad I to be a part of the life. Him, Sweet P. Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah, God, God rest his soul, by the way. Um, he was he was killed in a car accident uh, like a few years ago. He was he was just yeah hit, I heard about run. that believe it or not yeah and uh, yeah that was like my uh, the time that I started to come into my own as a person and um, I believe it was maybe sophomore maybe the junior part of high school I started becoming a little bit more open I was still very reserved very shy I'm always the guy in the back of the classroom that doesn't want to participate I always want to be invisible. <laughs> The teacher always tells me, you know, go in front of the class, sit in front of the class, you know, get, go sit in front with everyone else. Um, I had a crush on a blonde. Uh, let's see what else. <laughs> I was just trying to come up with, with, with so many details here. Um, I started looking cool. You know, I was skinny. I was like becoming really lean. Um, I had a full head of hair. I mean, I can't believe how, how my, my hair would actually become a fro. And looking back at some of these pictures, I'm like, oh my goodness, what did I do with my hair? My hair is like really fro. It's really like curly and out there. Um, let me see what else happened after that. Uh, let's see. Well, my mom would be getting mad at me because I go out a lot. <laughs> yeah, I started becoming rebellious. Um, <laughs> I'm in, that, I'm in that part where I don't want to stay home anymore. I don't want to be like just sheltered, staying home, and you know, I'd rather be going out with my friend since he had the, since he had the wheels. I'm like, yeah, let me let me join him. And then of course there was Danny Angelis too. I like hanging out with him a lot too. Um, I believe wow. it was, I believe it was Danny that got me involved with uh, this DJ entertainment service over there, and um, you know, with with his friends, and uh, they were all like the DJs, and I'm like the guy that's still learning the ropes and they're like, John, why don't you, uh, why don't you be an MC? I'm like, all right, all right, I'll do it. Even how shy I was. I'm like, this is the, the part where I could finally come into my own, uh, with my talent, uh, besides drawing, of course, and trying to see how I would fare, uh, speaking, speaking just like I am right now. Public speaking was really not my thing back then, but then I, I learned as I went to college about that and then of course with keyboarding see i'm trying to capture a lot of mad skills here besides drawing yeah and uh, and then I, later on i started becoming good uh becoming a prolific writer uh you know i went to school i've seen so many grammatical errors that i made and <laughs> my sentence structure was horrible so i kind of like know how to write now especially with my own material on the podcast i write all that stuff the one that you've been hearing all these episodes it's all me everything i write just it's all straight up me so I just can't believe wow, how, cool, you know? yeah, I can't believe how mm -hmm. I've um, transitioned on from drawing into these different uh, art forms, you know, and, and podcasting is, is, is new to me still, even though I've done it for like three years now. So, I mean, I just did it yeah, like, and I listened to, uh -huh. I listened to one, I don't remember which one it was. And I was like, damn, that's John Eric, man. He's not all professional and everything. <laughs> you know, and I was like, wow, that's really cool, you know, because, you know, I remember you as a shy kid, you know, and, yeah. and I was like, you know, you really um, grown up from the last time I really knew him, you know, and, 
it's a good thing, and I'm glad you know you broke out of that. Show, you know, thanks. You know, back then, I, I was always good to people that were shy or that would get bullied, or mm-hmm. um, you know, not that you got bullied. It's just I knew you were shy. You just didn't want to talk to anyone else, you know. Yeah. And so I said, you know, let me you know talk to him so he can feel comfortable. You know, I don't know if you noticed that. You know, I was always good to you because. I knew you were a shy kid. You know, I, I hate people bullying kids in general, too, as I grew up, you know. So if I've seen a, a kid getting bullied, you know, I'd say, hey, man, you can be my friend, you know. Screw them, you know. That's yeah. the person I was, you know. So I'm glad that to hear and see that you broke out of that, you know. And if you grew up, I mean, you had to eventually, but some people don't, you know. Yeah. Some people don't. So, you know, I'm, I'm actually happy when I heard your voice too in the podcast. I've never heard or listened to a podcast. And I was like, man, this is like a radio station, huh? <laughs> you know? And I was like, wow, it sounds good. Yeah. You know, whatever. I'll bounce around with my story, you know, but it, I'm ready to tell the story. But it's just going to be too long, you know, because I've. Um, told my story to my oldest daughter who's 25 mm-hmm. and I told her from almost beginning to end you know and she was like wow dad you can actually write a book about your life she said yeah I can you know but um anyways enough about me so what <laughs> what else you happened know? to me uh okay yeah I, I went to I believe I went to community college I tried to I graduated with the um a graphics graphics design slash media advertising degree, but that didn't lead anywhere. Um, then I, I then I went to ECPI College of Technology, and I I think I majored in like computer systems administration slash IT networking. All I could get out of that one was just like customer service jobs, not not mainly like physically connecting whatever the network with the computer. You know the behind the you know going right behind it and, and, and doing all the wiring. That's the part that I like to do all the, you know, the, mm, the hands-on okay. kind of stuff. I mean, just like me right now, messing with this podcasting machine. See that, that just took like maybe a few hours for me to master. I just, I was always that kind of kid that loved touching things and make sure seeing how things work. So, yeah. Or I would be breaking yeah, stuff. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. And let me see what what else I did. Uh, my first job was working in the commissary. I was a bagger, <laughs> and I, I was I was you know a speed wow. bagger. Yeah, I was really fast with my hands. And man, that's when I started becoming really really lean. I'll never forget that. And this is gonna make you laugh, but I bought like a Bob Marley shirt that at that time, and to this very day I still have it, and today I still wear it. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, that's cool. You know? Yeah, thirty year old threads. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, you know, now how, how did you get to Chicago? That's a good that's a good question. Well, before that, let's I, I believe let's go back to the prequel here about my life uh, before I ended up in Chicago. It actually started in Orlando, Florida, and I had a problem in a relationship in this this one lady. I'm not going to put her name on the air here, but you know, what she did, she did me wrong and it affected me greatly. Um I felt like I was kind of like giving up. Uh, I didn't want to stay in Virginia anymore because she kind of like know my friends too. And I just wanted to clean slate. Uh, the same friend who um, 
who uh, showed me around during my uh, junior and sophomore year. He actually lived in Orlando, and he said, John, you want to start start life over, man? Come on by, man. See what see how it is. You know, test it, test the waters out. See if you you know if you can get something out of it. You know, being in Orlando, and I, and I did for for two years, and I, um, I joined this uh, one group. They're called the Singles for Christ or Couples for Christ group, and you know, to them, man, they were like family to me, man. Um, you know, we always like fellowship together. We always went to these gatherings, and and in some ways, we we're like so cohesive, man. We were like so close, man. And it's like, a, a, you know, my family far away from home. And it's just nice just fellowshipping with, with, with you know, strangers who basically would, would become like, you know, the most really coolest people, especially when I left. That was very heartbreaking, by the way. Um, I had to leave because I think uh, one, of, one of my jobs, in, in uh, which was timeshare, uh, I believe they were laying off people and it could have come at a perfect time. I'm like, yeah, let me just go back to Virginia. But <laughs> beforehand... I, um, I met up with, with some of these people that come in from the Philippines and I was sort of like an ambassador to them, uh, showing them around because they just came from the Philippines or wherever they came from in certain parts of the, um, like, like Dubai or whatever, wherever their, their last assignment was from. And then their next assignment was coming to Orlando and they were still new uh -huh. and, you know, they moved, they went to this apartment and of course, um, they went to an apartment which was only supposed to be for a few people, but somehow they sandwiched themselves in there. I don't know how did that work. Um, I know that wasn't even legal too, but uh, I was their ambassador. I showed them around, even though uh, me and them didn't really uh, understood each other that too well. I mean, there were some, but then there were others that really couldn't speak English that well, but I kind of know where they're coming from. And I kind of like know some keywords, what they might, you know, what they said, what they're trying to imply. And I take them around, man. I took them to like malls or, or grocery stores. Uh, I mean, okay. that's the way of, of giving back, man, right there. <laughs> it's like, even though I may not know the language or even though I might not know my culture all too well, at least I'm, you know, I'm being here for them at that exact moment. And one of them turned out to be, wow. uh, <laughs> turned out to be my, like, um, you know, my girlfriend's uh, brother and he was looking for his sister. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he was looking for his sister. So she's over there in Chicago. So I have the chance to talk to her on the phone, and we talk at a great length. And, uh, yeah, it kept going, man, uh, for for over a year. As soon as I went to Virginia, I still kept talking to her. And uh, then a year later, I went. I moved to Chicago, and it's a, it's a different feeling compared to Orlando, Florida. It's a little bit cold, you know, a lot of changing of the seasons, but it was – that's pretty good for the most part. And it's still treating me well as I move on now to my 12th year here. So it's wow, that's awesome. Yeah, 12 years. And I, I guess I'm, I'm still getting to know the area. The, the The whole Chicago area is huge with all these, you know, small towns and uh, mid-sized cities around Chicago. So it takes like it takes forever to get to know Chicago. And then once I went to Chicago itself, I already know these roads, where, where it goes. And the, the only bad part about Chicago is besides the violence of course <laughs> everyone keeps talking about that in the news yeah. is the, yeah, the, is the traffic yeah. is the traffic underneath um, that's the bad part I don't like these under roads like under the bridge I, I, I'm not used to driving those kind of roads because if you drive in those kind of roads it's like your GPS goes off and I'm like where the fuck am I going <laughs> part of my language <laughs> <laughs> and to this very day it's not happening but now I know my routes even though it I was, you know, although I encountered that a couple of times, but I got used to it now. 
and I let go of my fear. Uh, I was really kind of scared driving into Chicago, especially with the traffic. That's crazy. I'm sure you encounter a lot of that over there where you are. But, you know, traffic in the city is like just crazy, but it takes a lot of patience, you know, especially to, to master it, to see how these people drive and and for me to somehow enter that kind of mentality to see how, you know, they drive crazy, I will too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to try the L.A. traffic, you know. Yeah. It, it's crazy. <laughs> and, and and the greatest really part crazy. about Chicago, my friend, is that Jordan statue. Beautiful. Yeah. You know what? I, I'm a big um, Jordan fan. Uh-huh. You know, and I'll... I've never been to Chicago yet, you know. I've always told myself, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. But I've been everywhere else but Chicago, you know. Mm. And um, hopefully one day, I mean, now i got a reason to go to Chicago yep. to see you, you know. Yeah. And um, I'll probably make that try. I just don't want to go over there when it's too cold. Oh, I yeah. heard it, it's freezing over there. Oh, yeah. But it, it has been relatively mild for the last few years or so. So... But it's been okay. Well, that's good to hear. Just like, just like maybe two or three bad winners, you know, bad winter situations within the season. But it's so, so far so good. Uh, now, yeah, it's not that bad until maybe, I say around January is where it gets really worse weather-wise. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, and one thing I heard about Chicago for the Jordan fans, that they hardly ever run out of shoes, or do they? Do they sell out like they sell out over here in L.A.? I mean, they sell out in just minutes, you know? Mm, I wish oh, I knew yeah. much information. I know they have a Nike store over there in downtown. That I know. You know they 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 uh yeah they had that for for a while now. So I'm not sure how they handle business over there, especially with those Jordan releases. Yeah, because I have a buddy over here that goes to Chicago and says, "Yeah, I'm always able to cop some Jordans," and he'll bring them <laughs> over here and actually turn around and sell them. I'm like, man, that ain't cool. You can't be selling me those at retail value. He's like, man, I flew over there to get these shoes. And I'm like, I'm just kidding, man. You know, I'll buy them off. Them. You know? Yeah. yeah, hopefully one day I get to go over there. You know, I think I will now, you know, now that I have a reason to, you know, and um, check it out, you know, I mean, if that's okay with you, you know. Oh, yeah, I'll be fine with that. And it's been a long time coming. I think this is this is the time, you know. Maybe it's meant to happen. All this is meant to happen. Me finding you or you trying to find me. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I know Danny Angelis, but he was really shy too. (laughs) He's a really shy guy. I mean, I I actually even tried talking to him. Every time I would just talk, and we had small talk. Mm -hmm. And then after that, the next day, he's the same Danny. I was like, damn, man, I thought we were cool, you know? Yeah. And then he... He was still the shy guy, but then I kept trying. I, you know, I, I didn't have any ill feelings about that. You know, I just said, all right, maybe he's just shy. You know, I'll, I'll leave him alone. And then uh, he started hanging out with, I think, my sister and all that. But uh-huh. then, you know, that's a whole other story and all that. But um, yeah, but I'm, I'm almost at my destination. You know, and I gotta, you know, get out the car when I as soon as I get there. Oh, but, um, hopefully we can um catch catch up again soon you know yeah i mean just let me know and and, and usually i'm in traffic right and uh-huh. i call everybody up and you know i'll make sure to, to call you when i'm stuck in traffic when i'm on my way home oh hey know? um before you go uh so how did slfe came about what does that mean and when was this clothing brand established 
it started in 2017. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always into designing clothes, you know, and stuff like that, you know, and it's a t-shirt, but um, SLFD stands for skate life, or it can stand for skate life, it can stand for snowboard life, and, mm-hmm. or it can stand for surf life, there's three of those, but I normally um use the skate and um, surfing, because not a lot of people that I know snowboard, I mean, I have a lot of friends that snowboard in Colorado, so that's why I kind of added that into the S. And um, yeah, that started in 2017, and um, locally, obviously in California, and then it, it kind of spread it out a little bit. There's people in Virginia, in Florida, New York, uh-huh. um, Colorado, uh-huh. Texas, Hawaii, and California, and I think there's one girl in Chicago too. Uh oh, you know. Yeah, in Chicago. I actually have um Instagram too. I saw the um Instagram. And um, you know, you guys are welcome to uh follow if you want to it. I mean it's really small as well, but you'll see all the people that would send me pictures of them rocking the gear and everything, you know. It makes me happy to see people wearing it because, you know, that font that I did for the SLFD brand, that mm-hmm. was my font. Oh and I just made that up and it's actually on the t-shirt, you know, and when you see your drawing or something that you made up or did up on a t-shirt and people are wearing it or rocking it, you know, you're just like, wow, that's mine, you know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's what it stands for. I mean, it consists of t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies, you know, sometimes shorts. It all depends, and most of them are just exclusive. I mean, once they sell out, they sell out. I don't make any more, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I have two new um, drawings coming soon. So, you know, if you guys follow the SLFB Instagram page, you know, you guys will see that. I put a sneak peek of um, what's coming this winter. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, that's what SLFB stands for. Yeah, if any of our listeners want to check out your gear, what's the web link? Do you have the web link? Yeah, it's actually www.slfeapparel.com. Okay. You know, and then um, the Instagram um is um s underscore lfe underscore apparel. Okay. I mean, if you just hit up slfe, you'll see that. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely. On yeah. I'll definitely request over there, and and by the way, also yeah, before you, you know go, what I was gonna uh-huh. tell you. I was going to ask if you had Instagram, but you know. Oh, I do. Now that we're talking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm more active on there than I am on Facebook. Oh, know? okay. And, and it, Instagram could get you in trouble too, you know. I mean, it's, I don't know why, but there's a lot of females that buy it. You know, it's unisex, but it's more females. And then guys start to follow afterwards because they see all these oh. beautiful girls wearing it, yeah. you know. And. It, it actually got me in trouble one time. I mean, you know, my ex-girlfriend broke up with me because she would see all the girls mm. on Instagram. But I said, that's not me. That's just the brand. You know, they they like the brand and they send me pictures and I post it, you know. That's all I do, you know. Yeah. But she just couldn't handle it, you know. And I, that, That's another story, too, you know. But, yeah, you guys are welcome to look at look that up and you know hopefully you guys like it you know yeah 
Any uh, any special shout outs you want to say before we end this uh, podcast session tonight? Nah, you know what? I didn't think of anybody to shout out to, actually, believe it or not. But you and everybody that's listening that lived in Virginia and remembers me and John Eric, you know, I'll give a shout out to all you guys and all you guys listening, you know. And um, can't wait to do another podcast with you to talk about the other stuff. Cool. Thank you. Thanks so much, Ron, for being a part of my podcast tonight. You know, I appreciated your time, bro. I'm glad we finally have gotten the time to catch up, especially us being grownups now in our late 40s. You know, you take care always, and God bless you in all that you do in kindness regards to your family. Yeah, thank you. You too, man. Same to you. Thanks for listening to 2400 Block, a Johnny Rubes and Company podcast. Feel free to follow and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and other audio streaming platforms wherever podcasts are heard.